Hey folks, welcome to Fight Like a Lion, our podcast to empower the athletic community of Southeastern Louisiana University. We are all about helping um, our student athletes and our student population reach their highest potential, both in the competition, in the classroom, and in the community. My name is Paige LeBlue, and today I am joined by Mr. Brian Sadler. Um, Miss Hallie Rowe, who is one of our um, soccer players for Southeastern University, and Mr. Caden Munster, one of our cheer team from our national championship cheer squad. So, um, Brian, I didn't introduce where you're from, but you are with our lineup recovery program. And today we're going to talk about alcohol and the impacts of alcohol on performance and um, just how much it can impact an athlete's performance. You wanna talk to us just a little bit about lineup recovery, just a short plug, and then maybe we'll jump right into talking about alcohol. Okay, yeah, hey, um, okay, like I said, I'm Brian Sadler. I'm the coordinator of lineup recovery, and we are the collegiate recovery program on Southeastern. So. what we do, we're just a wraparound service for students um, that we want to provide support, uh, resources, and community for um, students who identify as being in recovery. Um, you know, we want to be like an information hub where people can come to us uh, anywhere along that journey of sobriety. You know, whether you're, you know, identifying as being in recovery or whether you're just sober curious and you're just, uh, you know, thinking, hey, maybe just drinking a little too much, and I just want to talk to somebody about it, um, you know, we we would like to talk to you. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So today, I'm excited th- about this topic. I don't know if you guys are, but um, really interesting to me when I started really digging into some of the research and thinking about how alcohol can impact you as, a, as an athlete, especially. And so maybe, Brian, why don't you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about some of the research you've done and the things that jumped out at you the most? Um, well, so, you know, I was taking a look at um, one thing that I, I know that really stood out, first of all, was, um, you know, when when a, a college athlete compared to a um, a student is going, a, non, a non-athlete student, uh, whenever they are going to drink, they have a higher instance of binge drinking. You know, and so I started thinking about that and like why and why, you know, yeah. maybe the pressure, you know, the competitive nature of, of you know, playing sports, you know, and um, but it just it was really interesting to me that, you know, that an athlete, you know, here would would, you know, consume more than, you know, the average college you know, student. You guys are shaking your heads. Is that surprise? Does that surprise you? Caden, it's definitely you like not something you think about, I guess. Like it's not something I think about a lot. But I, I kind of understand it. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, do you think about it from, a, like, a competitive standpoint? Like, Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah it makes more sense like that yeah. to me. But and then it has all of these, like, you know, potentially dangerous outcomes, mm-hmm. you know, and, and right. negative effects com- on performance and, mm-hmm. definitely. you know, the feel on the field or on the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of if you're going to be a dog, be a big dog. I don't think athletes ever turn off that competitive no. thing. Sure. Yeah, you know, sure. yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm no competitive about everything yeah. in my life. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, yeah, not a good mm-hmm. thing when it comes yeah. to drinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that I was looking at is that um, it really – when we drink, when athletes drink, mm-hmm. it disrupts muscle repair mm-hmm. and it slows down recovery. 
Um, can you talk about that a yeah, little bit? Yeah. Um, you know, one, I, I know that uh, whenever, let me look at some of these notes, but uh, one thing I noticed was that alcohol, when, induce, it, when drank, it induces a disruption in the gut microbiome, and it indiscriminately kills bacteria and healthy gut microbiota, which actually leads to um, inflammation, which I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody's like low inflammation, low inflammation. Um, then there's the dehydration aspect of it, too, uh, where, you know, when, when you're drinking the night before, uh, you know, it's going um, to drain all. It's a diuretic. And so, you know, you're going to be go using the restroom. Um, and so, you know, it, it seems like it affects all of these aspects of the body that, you know, you're going to need to be able to, um, to repair, to recover, um, you know, and then perform at your best. Um, I think, you know, one of the interesting things that I looked at, it talked about, and this makes sense to me because obviously I don't think you guys are going to go out and, you know, get hammered a night or two before you have a competition, mm -hmm. right? right? Most, I mean, you're really focusing, you're training, you're like, your mind is on that game or that, that competition yeah. that's coming up. Yeah. But I think a lot of folks after, right? It's the yeah. after party, you know, if it's football, it's after Friday night or after Saturday night or, right. you know, yeah. um, and, or, or, you know, any, any, it's kind of that letdown and maybe we're celebrating or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then what I find was very interesting is that on Mondays, Mondays across the board in the United States for NCAA keeps these statistics for college athletes, that is your highest incident of injury. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And a lot of times it's also your highest mm -hmm. incident of someone still perhaps being a little dehydrated because they were partying on the weekend. The weekend. That's right. not surprising. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, Hallie. You said not surprising. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking, I mean, I know for my sport, we run a lot. And so after, I know a lot of my teammates, after going out and going hard for a mm -hmm. weekend, it's like coming back on Monday and doing a lot of running and heavy lifting. It's like, I'm not surprised a lot of them get injured. And that's when like things like that happen because you're just worn down. You're, like you said, dehydrated from the weekend. It's like really takes a toll on the body. So that's not surprising, like what you said. What about two... Um you know, like, of course, you'll be at the increased injury risk. But what do you think about, like, the impacts on, like, your practices and your training leading up to the competition? Like, I mean, you're here, you're on an elite level. Um, you know, it's almost like uh, it's highly competitive, what we were talking about. And um, you have, you're competing, like, within your team and then against other people, too. Right. So, you know, I would almost think that it would you know, bring you, it would make it more uh, disadvantageous, you know, than, like, it would be harder. It would be harder mm -hmm. to, 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 um, to perform at the level that you know you're capable of, even in practice, yeah. which, I mean, wouldn't that be, like, you know, coach's eyes on you, your eyes, your peers are all on yourself. I feel like that would, you know, also negatively affect you. I just have a quick, you know, as we're bringing this topic up, how well versed do you feel like you guys are in regard to the impacts of alcohol on your body and on you like as an athlete and the ability to you know to compete do y'all feel like you know a lot of this information or is this kind of new i mean i know that like obviously i shouldn't go out and get hammered before i compete or before i have practice so like i know the basics of it but i don't really like all the 
stuff that y'all are giving us, all this information is new to me. Mm-hmm. Like I some agree. of it I haven't heard before. Yeah. But it all, it definitely makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how long it takes to get over the hangover, the effect? Mm-mm. Ryan, you want to jump <laughs> into it? Two weeks. Like 14 days. Wow. Uh, That's crazy. I know yeah. That. That's yeah. crazy. So, and I, like, especially up to that first 12 hours after, right? You're still dehydrated, even yeah. though you think you're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You really are. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have known that if I had not, you know, been looking at this um, mm-hmm. and studying it. And that makes more sense now because, like, during our national season, because our national season is from December to when we compete in January. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have practice every day, all of those months, both of those months. And it's like a big thing that, our coach preaches to us at the end of every practice is like, make sure you're not drinking. Like this is national season. We try to stay away from that because like you said, we're, I mean, we're throwing people in the air every day. Yeah. Injuries mm-hmm. are going to mm-hmm. happen. So yeah. it's like, yeah. it's one of those So, things. okay. My national championship <laughs> squad, did y'all make, make that pack? Like we're going to be dry. Yeah. I, and that's the thing that, I mean, they've been, Beautiful. that's been going for years here. Really? You'll yeah. um, just agree to not mm-hmm. drink. It, yeah. It's, it's just a big season or the whole, so, I mean, the whole season, it's kind of like we're laid back during football season. Yeah. You know, we don't practice as much. But yeah. right when national season kicks up, that's it. Okay. It's, we, li- we actually call it dry season. Do you feel better physically? Or? 1,000%. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. feel more like it's easier waking up in the morning. Yeah. It's like Absolutely. And the day just goes so much better. It's yeah. a lot more smoother. That's one of the things, too, that I kept coming across when I was looking things up was uh, just how alcohol affects your quality of sleep, mm-hmm. you know, which goes back to to that, um, you know, repair to and the risk of injury. You know, if you're getting poor quality of sleep, yeah. you know, then not being able to feel fully rested and then, you know, not be able to perform. Uh, and what bring what comes to my mind is that first deep cycle of sleep is when you're making human growth hormone. And that is so important mm-hmm. in the repair of your <clears> muscle <throat> and like the strength in your body. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, and I think there's a myth that, oh, well, I'll have a drink or two to help me sleep. Right. When in when actuality, I'm hearing you say yeah. it actually disrupts yeah. sleep. It absolutely does. And it's not not just like being drunk disrupts your sleep, you know, like passing out, blacking out, waking up. Mm-hmm. But like as little as like one drink will disrupt the quality of your sleep. Right. Like I, it might help you fall asleep, but it's not the quality of sleep is what you're saying. Right. Quality yeah. of mm-hmm. sleep right. is is Makes what's sense. definitely going to um, be affected. Hmm. And, you know, when I was looking, it was talking about how it decreases. So, like, when we are when when you're drinking regularly or when you drink and then you still are, you know, looking at practice, looking at competition, it decreases your power and strength and it decreases your reaction time. You're talking about throwing people in the air and catching them. Yeah. Your reaction time is pretty important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And your strength and your power. Yeah. So, you know, um, and I think that goes for all sports. I can't, there aren't Mm -hmm. many sports that you don't need those things. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And then, I mean, too, like, we, we also should point out, like, the differences in, you know, how long you've been drinking, um, you know, the earlier that you begin drinking, you know, 12, 13, you know, then the the um, the increased risk that you have of developing, you know, alcohol dependence. Um, so the 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 later in life that you delay, you know, drinking and heavy drinking, you know, the the better off I guess you would be in, in 
of not developing, you know, chronic alcoholism. Okay, whoa, Brian, now wait a minute. You're, we're in Louisiana, you're talking about drinking culture, but even I, who grew up in, I'm a little shocked, 12, 13? Well, what? Yeah, that's, no, I'm just throwing really? it out there, like, yeah, people are definitely drinking by oh, 12 or 13. What? Nowadays, especially. Yeah. I feel like as the years go on, yeah. like, it just gets younger Keeps and younger. younger. Yeah. And that's for everything. Like, well, not oh, even just sure. alcohol. It's like everything. That is really? Wild. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's, that's a little crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but that makes sense why, you know, you could definitely be looking like being in trouble by the time you're in college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big time. Hmm. Yeah, and then get in college and then, you know, you can be around, like, the culture of, you know, drinking and using, um, which was another thing, too, that Paige and I were talking about, too, like, uh, how do you all feel about, you know, like the normalization of like alcohol and drinking culture, like within professional level sports? Um, I would say, yeah, I mean, it is pretty normalized. I mean, you like, see the, 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 um, I mean, the end people, of the race. Exactly. And people are promoting it on yeah. social media now. Yeah. It's like not just like laid back. It's getting more and more yeah. normalized. Because these are the people, you know, that you all are likely looking up to, mm-hmm. you know, and, exactly. you know, striving to be in, in a way like, you know, on the collegiate level, like these are auditions. Some of you all may be there, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe maybe going there. Um, so, yeah, I can see how that would, you know, influence and maybe like quietly to subconsciously, you know, I'm not saying like, hey, I want to, you know, win so that like I can drink like this. But, you know, it, I think it does matter, you know, and it, right. it kind of mean there's more of a reason to, you know, be proactive about not using, not drinking, you know, and protecting yourself and making plans and, and uh, you know, just putting your priorities first, mm-hmm. you know, considering like, hey, I'm on this campus, I'm here to do something that I love, why not put that at the very top of my, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> priority list? Right. And another thing is I feel like it's really mm-hmm. normalized that people, like, if you win or you succeed in whatever sport you're competing in, yeah. when you get back home, it's assumed that you're going to go out and party with mm-hmm. your friends and you're going to drink and yeah. all this stuff. Like, it's just Celebration, assumed, right? You know? yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. what we do to celebrate. Exactly. <laughs> what yeah. are some other things that we can do to celebrate? See, like, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that is the problem. <laughs> okay. I mean, Brian, what are, we're going to put that on you, okay, my recovery person. Um, yeah, do the, the same things that you would do, but just without drinking, yeah. you know. Um, obviously, you know, it's it, it, that's a, a, a group decision. But, you know, if you make the commitment, you know, to, to be the one that's like, hey, you know, like – I. I'm not having it tonight, you know, something's going on, you know, whether you have to, you know, be open about it or just quiet and just say, yeah, I just don't want to, you know, but um, yeah, I still love being around people and, and, and no one said that you couldn't without yeah. drinking. That right. it's, that's kind of what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a big drinker, but I'll be the designated driver for my group when we go out and hang yeah. out and I can still have a good time. I don't need the alcohol or to be drunk, to enjoy like myself around my friends and everything. But I feel like it's just so like, most people think that you do need that to have a good time when in reality you really don't but like mm-hmm. like you said when you grow up on that when you start drinking so young you become dependent and then you really do think you need it to have a good time so that's how people just get like almost brainwashed into thinking that mm-hmm. and you see everybody else yes, around exactly. you doing it yeah such a good point and you know i i was one of those i was one of those people that really did not um, I guess I was kind of like a little goody gumdrops <laughs> until I got older that I ever experienced drinking. Um, but I remember my college roommate and I talking and 
saying, you know, why well, was you know, I don't college was kind of pretty easy for us. And she was like, yeah, we didn't party. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was easy, um, you know, and um, it's it's just interesting that, uh, you know, putting that in the equation, yeah. that not only does it affect us in competition, but it also can affect us in the classroom. Yeah. It can affect mm-hmm. us in other areas of our lives, 100%. too. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it really does like to like impulsive behavior. Um you know, it, it just it it also affects our like neurochemistry. So like we we know, you know, obviously that it's empty calories for our body. You know, but the effects that it has, you know, it, it's it's it touches everything in your body with some type of negative, you know, effect. Whether it's your brain, you know, your gut, you know, your sleep. Um, it do, it is. I mean, it, it, alcohol is a toxin. You know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, and that's your body. That's that's um, trying its hardest to you know push that out and that's you know i guess where you all would need the majority or everyone really you know but but specifically talking to athletes like that's where like you would need um you know your body to be performing at Mm -hmm. at as an elite level as possible yeah one of the things that i read said like if you get drunk one time it negates 14 days worth of strength and conditioning training. Uh-huh. And I mean, I've watched you guys. I know what strength and conditioning is like. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. really? Do you want to lose 14? Is it worth mm-hmm. it? No. Like, no. We, <laughs> really? I mean, it's like I, if I would, that was out in front of me, that would just be a no-brainer. Like, oh, yeah. no, yeah. no. And you, you, can, you can definitely feel the difference, too. Yeah. Like if, you, if you have a day, a whole day where you like, you eat good and you drink a lot of water the next day you just feel so much better yeah so uh, yeah yeah i agree another thing that really stood out to me too was um was so whenever you consume alcohol uh your body accelerates the abnormal conversion of testosterone to estrogen you know which could lead to um gynomac uh gyno Comastasia. It's basically it's whenever like males will start developing breasts, and um, so I just think about like and I know testosterone is is um, female. It's a female hormone as well, and I just think that it, everything's got to be in that balance. And if it's going to increase, you know, that conversion, like you're losing testosterone, you know, which I think is not good. Not good. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, pretty important, you yeah. know, for competition and for healthy living. And right. For strength. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, definitely for muscle and yeah. strength and bone, yeah. actually, even bone strengthen health. your bones. Testosterone is important. So, yeah, and I think, you know, you're, thank you for bringing that up, that it's important for women, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, guys, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, you know, <laughs> yeah. not my tea, not my tea. But, like, Women as well, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, we need balance in our hormones and we don't need to have a chemical coming in our body that's going to disrupt that balance um, mm-hmm. for us to be at 100%, yeah. Yeah. which is where we want to be when we compete, right? For sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I was looking at University of Virginia, um, their lacrosse team. If you looked at, I don't know, Brian, I think we shared some information mm-hmm. It was pretty cool for me to watch when, um, and I love that you guys, you know, the cheer squad, you know, looks at, hey, we're going to competition, we're going to be dry, we're going in this to win it. Um, for them, they had had a dismal 
season Mm -hmm. or maybe several dismal seasons and um, it was looking really bad for lacrosse and so they kind of came together with some of their strength and conditioning folks and some other folks on campus and they said all right we're going to participate and we're going to listen to y'all when you tell us that like alcohol impacts performance and just the percentages it's Mm -hmm. it seems so slight in the difference between a winning or a losing season or a game Mm -hmm. so they made the commitment Mm -hmm. and I think their first season back it was a turnaround and like they won a lot more than they had because they were like really had lost most of their games before but the next year they won the national championship it was that big of a difference Um, and I think they won two back-to-back national championships it's pretty amazing did you see that did you look at it I didn't see that but I do I, I kind of like the idea too of you know doing something together as a team you know Mm -hmm. very much with what you were saying about the um about joel's commitment you know considering you know that team sports and uh maybe holding each other accountable you know um that's something like that we're you know very familiar with you know in like the recovery circles you know is uh you don't have to do it alone you know exactly Um, I, i agree and I mean, and it helps too, just to, whether it's something, you know, small and social or, you know, you need to like lean on, on, you know, your, yeah, cause that, like that was the way I thought about it. Like if my best friend's going to do it, why would I yeah. not do it mm-hmm. too? You know? Yeah. Our team does something similar. Like you were saying for cheer, we do a complete dry season from the day we get on campus, August 1st till our season ends like November 2nd. So it's a long mm-hmm. period of time. And a lot of people, they weren't like thrilled about it, but it's like, when we all, like you were saying, come together, yeah. it's like, oh, we're all doing this. We're all in this together. And we all have, like, the same goal in mind is to be at our best every single yeah. day and hopefully do as good as we can and win the championship. Like, that's obviously the goal. So it's like all yeah. coming together. Yeah. And it, I think it's worth it in the end because it has so many more benefits yeah. to avoid it altogether. I have a question, Hallie. Okay. <clears throat> so, I mean, your team, especially, you have – international folks i mean you know you're it's a mixed bag people Uh from all over the country all over the world really how do you get the buy-in for that and is that primarily led by um your leaders on the team or by the coaches honestly i think it's mostly from the leaders on the team because the coaches that's their rule but like it has to be enforced from i think within because it's such like a it's hard like it's not everyone doesn't want to do it so it has to be from like within our leadership and everybody just being like, okay, this is something we're all going to do, all buying in. And then Mm -hmm. we kind of like this year, we actually had to just like list out some of our goals and like why we're doing it because it it does get hard for some people. And it's like they really want to drink or just have like even just casually drinking Mm -hmm. too. It's like they really want to do that. But it's like, okay, keep in mind like the bigger picture here, why we're doing it, listing out what we want to get out of this and why avoiding alcohol during season will benefit us. And that Mm -hmm. just comes from – everyone buying in and the leaders just like really enforcing it so Mm. but it's not always easy for everybody but I think it's worth it for sure I was thinking about um how does that like affect like team chemistry like in your competitions like do you feel that you all can you know count on each other more or is there any is there any Mm. effect to it or not I think there is. I mean, we try to, everybody thinks the best way to do team bonding is drinking, but we had to find other ways to do that. So it kind of helped us just brainstorm other ways to go about it. So we would just do like game nights or all go out to dinner. And so that really did end up helping us 
get better like team camaraderie like on the field and yeah. just like be able to communicate better on the field and talk and just yeah. hanging out outside without throwing in alcohol. It's, yeah. it's different, but it helps, I think. Yeah, I think that's great. And you all have one goal, which is to do the absolute best that you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're united yes, in that commitment. Exactly. Um, you know, we're looking for those rings. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we can right. put drinks aside because we want those exactly, rings. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's a lot easier to do it, to make the commitment when you, when you know what it feels like to win. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you, you're oh, chasing that point. feeling. Yeah. You're always mm-hmm. chasing that feeling. I chase that feeling even when it's off season. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. And so it's like, you think about it, it's like, can you sacrifice a couple weekends of drinking? for that feeling that you chase for all year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just got all like, you know. Yeah. It, it hypes you <laughs> up. It really does. Right? Yeah, me yeah. too. Because yeah. I can remember, right, yeah, when you win, some, and it's Feels that good. high, right? Yeah. It is so It's an good. insane feeling. It is. It's unmatchable. It's amazing. <laughs> and we've all had that experience. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes we have. It's yeah. pretty good. Pretty it, good. It is cool, though, that, that, you know, you all are recognizing that and then coming together, you know, over something. Um just, I mean, you see certain things like you see uh, the sober October, you see like dry January, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like it is clear, like we know the negative effects, you know, it's just like a matter of whether or not we're willing to do what it takes to, to not go through them, you know, and mm-hmm. there's a, it's an individual decision, but I like how you all are making it, you know, a team building experience. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that's something that, you know, um, maybe even could be taken to the the um the larger college population as well mm-hmm. um there's different groups you know maybe that's something that you know could catch on elsewhere as well a little bit different you know right. whenever mm-hmm. you all have the competitive fire mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. yeah but when you're doing it with people with other people like yeah. that like i feel like you're forced to because we always hang out whether we're drinking or not we're yeah. always hanging out together so it's like you're forced to find another way yeah. to have fun yeah and you but you're with each other doing it mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like it just makes it a lot easier yeah. for sure for sure and you know <clears throat> because there is that research that can you know when you're when you're that leader hallie and you're going you know you're in the locker room and you're like hey guys we are this is why we're doing this mm-hmm. especially when new folks are coming in right and they're mm-hmm. just trying to get you know a part of that team culture and understanding like yeah. not only you know we're not just saying this because it's we've experienced it, but look here's some research. Look at the University yeah. of Virginia. Look at some of mm-hmm. these statistics that are out there. Right. This is real. Yeah, you know. And are, are you really in it to win it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want that championship? Yeah. And to get your whole team to buy in. I think of in the squad room in football. It's like what you do impacts. Everyone, Everyone yeah. you know, especially sure. as a leader, because what she was saying about leading that and how mm-hmm. you have to do it on the inside. Like I'm a freshman, so I came in here. It's my first year. I'm, oh, wow. Like mm-hmm. I looked up to those guys, and they right. hold it to a certain standard. And you want to be like yeah, them, yeah. so you you follow that standard. Nice, and yeah. yeah, that is that's awesome. And then you know, in turn, as they grow out, then you know, you then you will pick up those. Yeah, yeah you know what and, you're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Come in your first year and yeah. have that. You just have to buy in. Like, <laughs> that, yeah. that, then it's you've got thing. that high of that championship. So, mm-hmm. like, you know. And you're like, well, dang. Thank God I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Um, anything else that stands out? You know, one of the things I think, too, when you look at um, the news, right? And when a lot of times the news loves negative. You know, mm-hmm. 
And so a lot of times when you see athletes that are in trouble in the news, oftentimes there could be drinking might be involved in situations in which they got in trouble. And you've got to think, you know, you're turning your brain off, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you're not making the best decisions. And it's, you know, it's really sad sometimes for me to mm-hmm. see people and not only just at the collegiate level, but also even the professional level, you know, they can lose a lot mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because of stupidity, really, that's revolved around substance use. You want to jump in, Brian? Yeah. No, no. Um, I definitely think like this would be <laughs> a good place to, you know, talk for me to talk a little bit about like, you know, what we do and what we would like to do. Um, you know, at the um, at the CRP, you know, w- what we do, we have a, a space. Um, it's above the old Starbucks. You know, we'll have some members. Um, there's like an official um, sign up process um, where we'll offer like scholarships and um, opportunities to go camping, things like that. Just some of that community we we're talking about. Um, but it's open space. It's open to everybody. Um, and I, I know, you know, I, I would like, like, I like talking about things like these. And I would be, you know, willing to talk to anybody who, you know, d- it's low risk. Like, if you just want to come in and even, like, debate me and tell me I'm wrong, you know, I'd love to hear it, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, we are available. We're, we're, we hope that, you know, before, you know, some of those, you know, negative impacts come in, you know, that you can reach out and you can, you know, that there is a place here on campus um, so everything stays with us there, you know, it doesn't, you know, what, what happens there is between us. But. Mm-hmm. I right. love that. It's really cool mm-hmm. because like, you know, they have some certain tests that they can give you that can help you really look at some things like regarding your family of origin, because I think a lot of times people don't even realize um, how much substance use is just a part of what they feel is normal because of what, you know, the way it was in their family. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's eye-opening sometimes to look at, at that can go back generations. Yeah. Um, and then to say, okay, well, whoa, wait, I'm my own person. Maybe I want to look at life a little differently. Or certainly as an athlete, I just, I'm here to be the best that I can and to play this sport to the best of my ability. And so I definitely want to get 100%. And so, Brian, you're yeah. saying folks can go over there. Their coaches mm-hmm. don't have to know. It's, it's confidential. Is that what you're it's, saying? It's confidential with, within uh, reasons, within limits, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, you know, there's some things like you can't come in and, and tell us you need to kill yourself or anything. <laughs> right. You know, of course, exactly. we're going to have to break that. But, no, if you want to come in just for a social conversation, um, just if you want some more resources, we like to uh, be able to connect people, you know, within the community. Maybe it's, you know, something that uh, treatment might be an option. You know, maybe it's maybe it's not for you, though. Maybe it's for somebody that, you know, you know, um, we, we offer services for people who are just, um, you know, have friends or families, you know, that are affected, you know. Um, we carry Narcan, um, which is the opiate overdose reversal. Uh, we'll give that away. We want to put as much of that in the community as possible. Um, yeah, and, uh, and, and then, you know, of course, just come in and, and um, you know, like we call it fellowship, but sit around. Um, 
see what all what kind of help is out there you know i love you brought up it you know it might be not you particularly that has an issue maybe with we're talking about alcohol today so like Mm -hmm. that has an Mm -hmm. issue with with alcohol not being able to to have a dry season or not being able to to stop drinking but maybe it's a friend Mm -hmm. or a family member and you know having family members that have substance use issues can really have an impact on us and so Mm -hmm. you're saying that there's support there for folks, um, like maybe it's regarding a family member or, or a good friend. Yeah, so what we do, we have um, meetings throughout the week that are uh, the same time. So we'll have um, like a recovery book study, you know, where we'll take some literature, some recovery literature, go around reading, talking about it, how, you know, it impacts us. Um, and then we have a, a, a specific group for friends and family that you know, would be for people who who want to come and talk about some of the issues going on, not within them, but within their family or friends, friend group. Um, We also have a a group for body positivity and just accepting yourself for who you are and how you are. Um, And then we have a, a meeting, an evening meeting, which we consider all recovery, which is where, you know, we'll have speakers come in and just tell their story and like give, give what their experience has been. Um, and then um, I think that's all of them. Um, and then we do a meditation meeting as well um, on Thursdays at nine. It's uh, a time we come in, put on a guided meditation, meditate for 10 to 15 minutes, and then just talk about it and how it affects us and, and um, what our lives are like, you know, after doing it. Yeah, so good, informa- <clears throat> good information. Good information. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Line up recovery, yeah. right? Yeah, happy to have uh, <laughs> over the old Starbucks here. upstairs. Yeah. Over the old Starbucks, so it's mm-hmm. you know open. You guys can just pop in if you want mm-hmm. to, and you're just curious about what those resources are. Or um, so wonderful having you here today um, to share that with us. You guys have any other questions for Brian, like regarding maybe alcohol and just um, performance? I don't think so. I think we touched on a good bit. Learned a lot, definitely. Good. Awesome. Well, it's so great. Thank you both for being here. Of course. Thank you for having us. Um, Which one one last note, too. Um, If anybody wanted to get into any more of the information that we did talk about, like I have the resources in the office and uh, it's room 2409. If you want more information about what we talked about, come in. Um, or like I said, want to come and tell me I'm wrong. I'm down to hear that too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, all right. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, and line up.